What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I'm Kenny Buller, your co-host of the Second Floor Podcast, ready to give you some huge, exciting new news. We're about to launch a brand new season with a brand new host and a brand new face to the name. I bring to you someone who I have the utmost respect for in our community, someone who I believe is with every word they say, with with every smile they they bring to the table, it is the most authentic and genuine you will see on the show. And that is the one and only Susan Sharara. She's our brand new host with a brand new series called Amplify. She is someone who is actually going to be spearheading one-on-one conversations with mainly influencers in the community who are females doing amazing things. Everything that is still branded and, and recognized as someone elevating in their life. But now it's gonna be neat because it's from the perspective of another female. And it's something that dawned on us where we want to see more woman empowerment. We wanna see more women supporting other women. And now is our opportunity to really bring that to light with a fresh new name, a fresh new face, and and under the guidance of Susan herself. I want you to understand that this is something that she's carrying forward with, with all of her energy and, and all of her ideas are coming to light um, with full autonomy um, for, for her to do so. So, you know, let's let's give a warm welcome. Let's let's tune in wherever you are. If you happen to be listening to this while you're working out, or if you're cooking, or if you're driving, or whatever it is, I can 120% guarantee you that boy or girl listening to this, you will gain a lot of value. And just to share a story myself on the side we on a directional basis and on a level of consulting basis would not be where we're at today with the new studio and just the new strategy we have had it not been for susan in the first place so super excited super excited to have her on the show and to have her be a part of the team so without further ado we bring to you susan Susan Sharara, it's an absolute pleasure Thank to have you. you as the new host of the Second uh, Floor Podcast. Honestly, Kenny, I'm excited to be joining as the new host of the Second Floor Podcast. Definitely. So. You know what? I, I sat down with Omid and then we got to get to know you so well mm-hmm. over the last few months. And him and I felt like you would be the perfect addition to the new series that we have planned. Thank you. You know, and I just want to say with everything that you've been doing for the community, for who you are as a person, when we got to see with our own eyes what your Founders and Makers series look like with ATB, we knew right then and there that this is someone special. Aww. Right? And I I want to kind of pick your brain about where where that interest came from, right? Because we saw what you were doing and we're like, is Susan not doing pretty much what we're doing, (laughs) but in a live event setting? Yes. And where did you kind of get that just innate desire to do so to do founders and makers okay so it started because so the reason i launched so i launched founders and makers in the spring of 2019 so for me um i've spent my entire career working with entrepreneurs like i you know i've i've only ever worked with entrepreneurs and throughout the years i mean i've been doing it for 15 plus years like kenny i get to have the best conversations like i 
I get to see it all because a lot of times like I go in and I'm helping them grow their business and I get to have conversation. I'm privy to things and I get to have conversations that other people don't typically get to have. And I just, you know, I, a lot of these conversations are behind the scenes. They're closed door conversations, but they're very like insightful. And I always like for me, because I came from a family of entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. um, I have a real deep admiration for anyone who's a business owner. And I think there's so much gold in their journey. And I remember just thinking, I want to bring I want to create a platform where I can bring these conversations to light. So rather yeah. than, you know, me having these conversations one on one with clients or with people that I was mentoring or just giving advice to, like, I want to bring these conversations to the public and create a platform where we can start to talk about things more openly. Exactly. And so uh, when I made the move back to Edmonton, part of also launching Founders and Makers was also me wanting to build, you know, reconnect with my community, continue to build my network here in Edmonton. And so Founders and Makers was born. I just thought, let's create this platform. Let's bring different entrepreneurs from different spaces um, to the stage and just talk about meaningful things and have those conversations that I get to have anyways, just in a a public forum. Definitely. And and now that you're going to be able to take that experience and sort of apply that into a one-on-one setting with what you have planned with Second Floor Podcast, tell us what you're most excited to do because I I know for a fact there's so much about you that's already so different it's so engaging and and I know we've already shared what you have planned why don't you let us and our audience know what you're gonna bring yeah and I just want to actually take one step back to say why this was such a great fit so when I launched Founders and Makers um, we did a couple of different events and it it was an event-based speaker series Um, what I realized was in an event-based setting you're very limited I mean people's attention span is so because people are sitting in seats, right? Yeah. So, you know, we'd have these conversations and these conversations would be, you know, a half hour, if you're lucky, maybe a little bit more. And I just felt I remember like after the second or third event, I just remember like I want thinking to myself, like, A, I want to go deeper with these conversations. And I, you know, some of these conversations actually like need to be longer than a half hour, but you know, you have this event, you've got a particular um schedule that you yeah. have to work through. So I already started thinking thinking by about the third event, I was thinking to myself, you know, I think I want to move this over to video. Like, I want to continue to have the events. But then the idea that I had was take the so at the events, we'd have three different entrepreneurs. And so at the time, I thought, well, continue to have the events, have the entrepreneurs, and we'd go wide with our conversations. But then maybe create I from the very beginning, I always saw there being a video element, where then I go one on one with each of the entrepreneurs and go deep. Yeah. And so I thought it was going to be both, right? I'm like, I saw, I'm like, okay, it's easier to launch the event-based platform. And then at some point in time, I'll introduce video. I didn't think I would be as quick to want to do video like as I was, like I, I thought it, I'd do an entire year of events. Ah, okay. And then by the third event, I'm like, no, like I, a lot of these conversations are, and then the other thing too is when people are in front of an audience, it's a lot different than when they're one-on-one. That's like true. There's what, only so much on the surface Yeah, that you get, it's like right? I did notice that because with a lot of these um, entrepreneurs, I'd connect with them beforehand and it's like when it's just one-on-one, they're willing to go deeper. But when you're sitting in front of an audience, I noticed that they weren't, you know, they were very a lot more cautious about what they were willing to share um, versus not share, which I totally get. So I just want to share this story because I think it's quite serendipitous how this came to be. So I kind of like by the fall decided, okay, no, like I actually want to move forward with the video. Like I was planning on doing Founders and Makers for a full year before I even touched video. And then by about the fall, I'm like, no, I want to do video. I want to start doing the one-on-one and going deep. Yeah. 
at the time, I was very lucky. So for people who don't know, you guys came out to the second event. We had Raj Dillon, who yeah, was yeah. one of our featured speakers. And then you guys, because Raj is like beloved within the second floor <laughs> community, you guys came out to support Raj. And yeah. that's how I met you and Omid. Definitely. And we met and clicked right away. Yeah. And I remember just thinking, I reached out to Omid thinking, okay, I know that he does the video. And I'm like, I want to have reached out to Omid thinking, Omid, here's what I'm doing. Like, let's just have a conversation and tell me what I need to know. You guys have been doing this for a year. You know, what do I need to know that I don't know? Like, what would you do differently? And so... What do the processes look like to make it happen, right? So I call up Omid. I'm in my mind thinking, okay, I want to move forward with video. And then the other thing too is video isn't cheap, right? So it's like, how much is this going to... Realistically, like, what should I be budgeting how much is this gonna cost (laughs) his number was a little bit higher than i wanted to hear so that after i got off the phone with omid i was like okay maybe i'll do half the episodes that i thought but what i found to be very serendipitous is that so we have that conversation and then after that conversation you guys realized oh you know it was at the same time where you're now ready to bring on a third host you guys were thinking we maybe want to go with a female and then here i step into the you know, picture saying, hey, I'm thinking of doing a podcast yeah. and here's what I want to do. And I just found that it was so serendipitous. And it, it was just honestly. Yeah, I wanted to share that story because yeah, I just it, it just the timing of it all was perfection. Yeah. And literally, you, yeah, literally. And, and then know, you called me the next day. You're like, we have a proposition. for I you. texted you Susan, yes. the moment I was walking yeah, yeah. up the stairs to Omen's office. Yeah. And he was on the phone with you. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's Susan. And I just hear you know, clearly just on his end, how yeah. you guys are turning the wheel yeah. on something along the lines of you wanting to learn yeah. about how to get involved in yeah. video content yeah, yeah, or even yeah. in general, just to get more one-on-one conversations out there to the world. Yeah. And then I immediately, once that phone call ended, I said, you know what, Omid? We, we can definitely look into collaborating with susan there's something that we can do here but i was awestruck because it was immediately i just sat down i remember and i was like there's a need that we have that we are not ourselves fully capturing and we're also realizing that we do not currently i find for one have the credibility or two i find have the personality like we felt like honestly just through what content we've been building on okay. the second floor we've been lacking the ability to showcase more women in business yeah. more women empowerment more yeah. like women supporting women mm-hmm. and then it just clicked i'm like here susan is wanting to be in front of the camera more and potentially starting your yeah. own thing and i was like and i had no idea that you guys were you know for me when i reached out to omid it was like, I genuinely just, dude, can I pick your brain? Like, here's where I'm yeah. going with founders and makers. And then within a day. Yeah. And it just, but the reason I share that, Kenny, though, is like, that's, that's when you know something is meant to be, yeah, right? When, when everything aligns and the timing of it is, you know, so for me, it's like when you reached out and you said, hey, you know, I want to throw something at you. Yes. And it just honestly, like, you know. I didn't even have to think about it. I'm like, the, awesome. the, this just feels like it's me. And I was a huge fan of yours too. So like you guys, I loved what you guys were doing with the second floor. Like I, I want to give a shout out to Sean Canungo. He's the reason I discovered you guys. And That's so awesome. from then, since you've had Sean on, I've been watching your episodes and I'm like, 
these guys are fresh. These guys are different. There's yeah. just some, like, you guys aren't the only ones in the city who are doing a podcast, but yeah. for some reason, you guys stood out to me. No, thank there you There was so just much. something about you guys. And so for me, it was like, I consider, honestly, like, it's just as much of an honor for me yeah. for you guys to, you know, extend this opportunity because I yeah. just, I really, it wasn't like I didn't know who, I was a fan of yours. Yeah. And then when you, you know, extended the opportunity, I'm like, this is an honor. Well, that's just it though, because you're someone, Susan, who... For starters, as much as we say you bring a different world and you bring yeah. a different perspective, you're so similar to us in, in terms of, yeah. you know, your first generation Canadian. Yeah. You come from a South Asian background, but at the same time... Middle you, Eastern. Middle Eastern, <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> we'll correct no, that. that. That's right. If there's anything wrong, I am happy to be good. I stand yeah, corrected. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's so neat because here we are as you yeah. know, these young millennials. And then people talk about all the time, yeah. like our parents were baby boomers and yeah. you're right in between. Right in the middle. But you get it. Yeah. Right. For someone who's Generation X, you understand way more than we do what it's like for our parents. Yeah. But you also get it from where yeah. we come from. And it's just this neat blend that you carry through that's going to, I know for a fact, blow people away. Yeah. Right. And I know it's not just women that you're planning on having. And I've, yeah. I've only kind of encourage you to do that but i'm just excited for you to bring anyone on yeah. who you get to choose mm. turn this into your own thing and and just see what your conversations look yeah. like because it's going to bring a little bit of different flavor right yeah. what exactly does that look like and i know i kind of bit my tongue beforehand yeah. and I, I've, I've been so curious to know but <laughs> now that, that you know like? you kind of yeah. had some time to think about it have you had some ideas that you'd like to kind of share now as we yeah. introduce you for what we're going to expect with some yeah. of the episodes or some of the ideas you have in store? Well, for me, if I even just, if I look at everything, if I look at two things, what lights me up, what and who lights me up in everything that I do, um, most of what, so, you know, in business, I'm dealing with entrepreneurs. So I'm a marketing and growth uh, strategist. So I'm working with business owners, helping them take their business to the next level. So, and I share that only because like, you know, I deal with entrepreneurs, that's who lights me up. You yeah. know, I've been, given opportunities to go work with companies and like very reputable and well-recognized companies where the end client wouldn't be an entrepreneur. And that's what always makes me hesitate. I'm like, I'd love to work for this company, but I just genuinely love the company of entrepreneurs. Yeah. So that's what lights me up and having conversations with them and just sharing their journeys and the lessons that they've learned. Because you're starting to see now, and particularly with women in business, like more and more women are becoming entrepreneurs. Yeah. So I think, you know, we need, um, even though more and more women Women are, are becoming entrepreneurs. The interesting thing is, you know, women breaking a certain financial like threshold, you know, one of the things or like growing, you know, the, there's not a lot of women who are, you know, breaking a certain financial threshold or taking it to the next level. Like a lot of them will stay with one location versus multi-location versus franchising. Yeah. And so for me, I'm always curious, like for the ones who are doing it and doing it well and having success, like what lessons can you share? And yeah. what are the things that you wish you knew? Like, and I want to have more of those open and honest conversations because for a lot of these women, you know, especially like the ones who got started 10 years ago where it's like they had to figure it out on their own. Yeah. So a lot of them are actually happy that it's like, hey, if I can share what I learned with others who are just starting now so that they don't make the mistakes that I made or they can get to certain outcomes a lot quicker than I got to, 
those are the conversations that excite me. But I would say yeah. like, I love anything to do with the entrepreneur, like just the journey and the lessons that they've learned. Because I think like, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, I think there's a lot of lessons that we can learn from them that we can apply to our lives. Absolutely. You oh, should no longer yeah. be afraid to ask. Exactly. For advice yeah. or recommendations. Exactly. Right? And now what the other, my friend was Shazia, who you guys yeah, had yeah. on the podcast. She was telling me this new term called intrapreneur so it's someone who's employed by a company but has an entrepreneurial mindset yeah yeah so even though if you're not an entrepreneur like don't feel like there's nothing to be learned from them like just to me be it, it's the mindset it's the it's way true. of being yeah. so i'd say like there's that on the business side and then outside of business for me um just mentoring young females like and i call them you know young women in business emerging leaders in yeah, business yeah and the reason that's so near and dear to my heart is because I, I got started in the finance industry. And when I got started like 15 years ago, you know, I there weren't a lot of women in finance. Right. So I yeah. was I mean, I think 10, 20 percent at most. And yeah. so I can relate to like having to walk that path and walk that path alone. Yeah. And even the women that were in that space. The interesting thing is like a lot of the people who took me under their wings and like mentored me and helped me hone my skill were men. Yeah. Right. And I always just thought like I want to be for other women what I never had for myself. That, and yeah. being, you know, now it's more common to see women in like, you know, financial spaces. But when I was getting started, it was just it was every woman for their own. And is that more daunting? Like, did you feel like it was tougher to even you know for me yourself getting to that point or what did it make you hungrier what did that look like uh no you know it's funny i never i don't i've always like just my personality i get along equally like mm -hmm. I, I always say i'm a girl's girl but i get along like i've most of my clients even to this date the to this day the bulk of my clients are men yeah. right and so i feel like i've just got a personality where i get along equally with women as i do with men and i'm not if i walk into a room and it's predominantly men i don't feel into like i've just always been comfortable yeah, with that yeah. the one thing though like i said that i was kind of like and i don't know if bothered is the right word but it was always just kind of like the few women that there were we didn't you know, it wasn't like they came and, you know, I would have loved, I would have loved to be able to sit here and say, you know, in my first 10 years, I had this woman and she mentored me. Yeah. Like the first female mentor I ever had, I was 30 years old. And it was oh, when wow. I left finance, right? Yeah. So I, you know, for me, I have like, I've always actually, I'm one of the few people where it's like all of my experiences in business have been positive experiences with men. Yeah. And I've been, you know, mentored by men. I've been, you know, like, all of the success I've had, those opportunities were given to me by men. Yep. So it was more like, I just, you know, I, I would have loved to be able to say, you know, it, I, I had some women who are part of that too. So I just, for me, I always go back to, you know, I want to be for others what I never had for myself. And yep. I want to be like, there were things that I had to figure out on my own that I would have loved, Kenny. I mm -hmm. would have, like the first time I ever asked for a raise, the first time I was promoted and they offered me a number that I just thought, are you kidding me with this number? I would have loved to be able to go to a female and say, what do I do? Yeah. Whereas like now when I mentor all of what's really interesting is I was 30 years old when I had a, the first time I had a female mentor and everyone that I've mentored minus one person has always been female. Oh, wow. And I'm like, talk to me about all the things that you're scared to like that yeah. you don't think 
you can talk to another female yeah, about yeah like you know are you you know are you up for a promotion do you want to ask for more and like let's yeah. have those conversations where do you want to be in this company exactly. in two years five years where and i go? wish like i would have loved to just there were things where it's like a i had to learn on my own and when you learn on your own it's trial and error so yeah. there were so many mistakes that i made that if i just had one person say to me hey you know, maybe don't do like try this instead of this. Yeah. And so that's what I now try to be, you know, for the female young females that I mentor. But there's only so much that you can do one on one. So a platform like this, my intention with this platform is to invite more women to the table, you know, yeah. to the podcast and have those conversations. And the, through those conversations, if we can inform and inspire young females and just shed light on, you know, what they can do to help either, you know, not make some of the mistakes that we made yeah. or get to where they want to get to a little bit quicker because they're aware of something that maybe we weren't aware of on our journey. Yeah. So wow. that's that's one of my intentions in yeah. joining this podcast is just bringing more females no, to the definitely. podcast. <laughs> and Much going, to, like, I'd also say two things. Like having, for me, I have no desire. Like this was some, it took me a long time to decide to do a podcast. And I'd probably say for the last three or four years, Kenny, really? I've had so many people say to me, like, you need to be on video. Yeah, you yeah. need to be the sharing type of conversations your voice. you're having. And like if, right? if I had a dollar for every, because, you know, every person who said that to me, you know, I honestly probably could retire. But for me, it wasn't like, I don't want to just do a podcast for the sake of doing a podcast. Like, yeah. It's got, what am I bringing to the table that's different? It has to be meaningful. And it. exactly. And for me, I just read, like, I came, you know, when I sat there and I said, okay, if I'm going to say yes to this, why? And what am I bringing to, like, where am I yeah. going to add value? And Which you did. I'm glad you took the time to really yeah, think about no, it. Yeah, no, I right? did. And I just thought, number one, I have no desire to do this if it's going to be surface level conversations. Yeah. Like, I want to have open and honest conversations. And I want to go deep within those conversations, yeah. right? So it's like, let's not skim the surface and that also means inviting people who are willing to go that deep, yeah. right? So, But that, you know what, I have to add to yeah, yeah. one thing that I'm noticing a lot of traction on, and I'm sure you know you know what it is. We okay. talked about it a lot where women supporting other women, yeah. right? You talked a lot about that. And now we're starting to see it a lot in the media. Yeah. Yet I've failed to notice it myself. Maybe it's just because of what I consume and what I see. Yeah. But I want to start seeing more conversations where I'm seeing another powerful woman yeah. speaking with another yeah, yeah. independent powerful woman and then for other women to get empowered yeah. you know and just to see like hey there are women out there who are willing to support yeah. others right and I feel like you're going to be the bridge now. to make that happen I will say Kenny like 10 podcast. years ago so right now sort of what you're hearing a lot of like a term that you're going to hear in female circles is collaboration over competition yeah i'll say 10 years ago that wasn't the case 10 years ago it's like you kept your info to yourself you used it as your competitive advantage whereas one thing i do want to credit millennials with where they don't have that like competitive mentality they really do when i'm dealing with you know young women under the age of 30 they really bring that collaboration over competition mentality to the table and that excites me like they want that they don't when they you know go and work for a company they don't want to compete with the other female that's at that company there mm -hmm. it's like how can we join forces and collaborate and yeah. have you know what is it like two holes or you know together we're better than each of us could yeah. be on our own right yeah. so i do want to give credit like that is changing and that's changing because of like the millennials right yeah, yeah absolutely so. i see that i want to ask you if there's a woman out there dead or alive maybe uh, <laughs> they were they were a mentor from a uh, distance from a distance who you are just so inspired by 
who is that and why? Uh, you know, honestly, Oprah. Oprah, and then people always say that. Like, oh, for me, I just... It is. It's Oprah Winfrey. Like, she awesome. was the first person... on. I'm, on two fronts. So number one, you know, she was the first female that I ever saw who was sharing her voice and using her voice for the power of good. Mm -hmm. um, she decided at an early, like when she got into television and, you know, early on it was like for ratings and, you know, she was competing with the likes of a Jerry Springer. Especially that and, time. Yeah. And she just said, I'm not going to do that. Like, you know, I have this platform, my voice and my platform. She made a decision early on that she was going to use it, you know, for the power of good. And that always resonated with me. So I'm like, okay, if I'm going to share my voice, like share it, you know, for, for the good. Yeah. And yeah. And so on that front, like she just, um, that always resonated with me. And for me, Kenny, and you'll probably relate to this, like grow. So I'm Lebanese. So yeah. grow, you know, you, even though you're first generation Canadian, you know, you go out into the world and you're, you're dealing with the Canadian culture, but then you come home and you're dealing with like, you know, the subculture at home and the community culture. Yeah. And I, up until like my teenage years, you know, my thinking was very, like, I always say, I kind of like, you know, the community I grew up in and my thinking. Like living two lives. Yeah. And my thinking was like my, my perspective and my thinking was very limited because I was like, exp you know, but I was also a teenager. But yeah. when I started watching Oprah, like she opened up my eyes to different perspectives and like looking at things differently yeah. like things i never ever saw talked about in my community and yeah. i just thought brought a lot of awareness yeah like she had that impact on me where it's like wow like i never thought you know i'd always like i'd watch her shows and be like i never thought about it from that perspective yeah. or i didn't think about that that way and yeah. so for me she just opened up my eyes and like opened me to just a different way of thinking yeah and so i look at who i am today and i'm just like you know if you can I mean, if you can change the way that people think, that really is the ultimate, right? Because yeah. if you change the way you think, you alter, you end up changing the way they behave. Yes. And what's better than that? And yeah. so I always say, like, the person that I am today, like, I watched so much Oprah growing up. That, like, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> honestly, she was my first, like, you know, not quote unquote mentor, but just yeah. someone who influenced me. I call yeah, it an influencer from a diff. Yeah, yeah. From a distance and just, you know, opened my eyes up to just a different way of seeing the world and a different yeah. way of thinking it's incredible it's, yeah. it's so neat to know she's been able to do that for you yeah. and millions of others right i mean the biggest token of knowledge i received from oprah outside of the many yeah, things yeah. she does as as one of the biggest icons in yeah. the world is she she said always set the intention yeah and that was something i took on with the podcast yes. right where Anytime you're in a meeting, anytime you're going to go meet a friend, anytime, whether it's formal or informal, yeah. give the other person you're going to meet an idea of what the hell is going to be the yeah. topic of conversation, yeah. right? Like to a, to a degree where it's like, hey, I'm meeting with you or yeah. hey, I'd like to have coffee with you. You ever get that? Yeah, where yeah. it's like just from someone and obviously they want to pick your brain yeah. and you're just wondering like, okay, well, what are we, we're going to have coffee, but, but what's yeah. the purpose here? And for someone like Oprah, she was stressed that, you know what? It's as simple as saying, my intention today is to have coffee with you yeah. so that I can learn more about strategy behind certain yeah. marketing practices or so I can learn about how you got to where you are today. Yeah. Then you have an idea, Yes. right? You yes, have an idea yes. of where the beginning, middle and end is going to be. Yeah. And when you see how well she does that uh, on air and off the air yeah. through her show, 
right? When she's sitting down with guests and how, and to your point, how raw she gets yeah. and how she's willing to ask questions that no one, mm-hmm. even at that time, would ever be willing yeah. to speak on air about, right? To just get the raw, honest truth out of people. Yeah. And more importantly, like, and people were comfortable sharing. Like she, there is a demeanor because you, anyone could, you know, 10 people could have asked questions that no one else would ask, but there was something about her demeanor where she puts people at ease and people, when she did ask those questions, people are willing to share, right? Yeah. So yeah, I totally. could probably spend this whole podcast talking about Oprah, but <laughs> exactly. we <won't. laughs> We want to know, based off of obviously yeah. uh, your style and your, yeah. your creative ways of being mm. an official host now, mm. what is it going to look like with Susan being a host compared to, let's say, how Omid hosts his shows, yeah. how Kenny, myself, hosts my shows? Like, what are some... You know what I mean? I'm not saying to tell us the questions you have in mind ask, but what's going to be your style? When I'll you're share my style. I, I don't want to com- compare it because I think your guys' style is similar to, I don't want to compare it to like you were Omid. Yeah. For me, the style that I like is conversational, right? right. So what I don't want to do is like, and I know early on, you know, when, when I first started the founders and makers, like you start quote unquote interviewing people. Yeah. And I'm like, the I don't, I like I'm not a journalist. That's not my background. I'm not looking to quote unquote interview people or even just sit there and ask questions question like you are you're gonna ask questions and they're gonna answer but to me I want it to be two-way because when I think about interviews it feels very one way you've got the person asking the questions and the person answering now the questions are guideposts right but I really you know when I whatever guest comes on I want the 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 style to be conversational where you know we're having a conversation and people just get to listen in and it's two ways right so it's not just me sitting back because a lot of times when I talk to people, they bring their insights, like all piggyback. Oh, you know yeah. what? And then I'll add sort of They're my get experience. A taste of what and, you, exactly. Your life looks like too. So and I, so conversational being one, and then also just like I said, I'm not looking to have surface level conversations. Yeah. Um, I have a friend. His name is Anthony. Um, shout out to Anthony Kimberly, and he's got a he's Irish and he's as Irish as they come, yeah. and he's got this famous line. Like he's got a lot of famous lines, but this is the line that resonates with me the most and he'll say to me you know he's in business too we work together um early on in my years and he'll say a lot of people are so we'd go into a meeting and we'd come out of the meeting and say a lot of people were talking but very little was being said and that always stuck and he's like susan like if you're you know don't be part of the noise like a lot of people are talking but what is sometimes you'll watch podcasts where it's like okay there was a lot of talking and it was very entertaining to watch but when all was said and done Like, what actually was said here? What did I take away from this? I like that. So I'm all for, like, you want it to be entertaining and you want it to be conversational, but I just go back to, I don't just want to be part of the noise. Like, I want there to be, sub. like, the two words that come to mind is substance and depth. Like, at the end of the day, I want the people, you know, if they watch it, they're enjoying, but more importantly, they're taking something away. Like, wow, she shared that story or she shared that experience. And this is what I took away from it. So I just, I thought, I, when I got, you know, to the point where I was ready to do a podcast, like Anthony's words were literally in my ears. Like, yeah. don't be one of those people who's just talking, but very little is being said. And that's often what ends up happening when you're having those surface level conversations. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I just let's go deep. Like, yeah. let's talk about the things that, you know, both of us, you know, m- maybe are like, I always think a little good, a little bit of like, if there's a little bit of uncomfortableness, yeah, I don't yeah, even know if that's yeah. un- uncomfortability. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, you know, that's, expand the comfort zone. Exactly. That's right? when you know it's going to be a great conversation because if you and I are talking and everything we're saying is comfortable, 
great. But if yeah. you and I are talking and all of a sudden we start talking about something and it gets a little uncomfortable, and you could tell that's when the that's where the gold is, right? Yes. So it's like, let's go there, right? Like maybe, you know, I don't want people, you know, being uncomfortable the whole time, but let's not be afraid to say some of those things and have those uncomfortable conversations yeah. and really share, right? And then we'll realize through that how yeah. many people actually relate. Exactly. How many people at that point are listening yeah, and be yeah. like, wow, I'm not the only one going through that. Yeah. Or, or just, you know, having so much level of sympathy that goes yeah. towards that person at that point, right? I want to end off with this one question. Okay. And... I want to ask you, you know, for, for anyone listening to this, I don't, I don't even want to say for any woman listening okay. to this, for any boy or girl out there. Any know, person. They, any person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man or woman. Yeah. They're 25. They're in their mid-20s. Maybe they got a, yeah. they now got a taste of what the real world looks like. Yeah. Part of them doesn't know if they should ride it out with the nice, easygoing salary. Yeah. Another part of them doesn't know if they should just take charge, take action, be an entrepreneur that they yeah. believe they, they want to be. And But they're, they fear failure. There's all this going on. Just what advice do you have for that person where there's so much that they're doing, they don't know what to put it into. And again, maybe they need a mentor, but they don't yeah. have it. But now they're listening to Susan hmm. who's been through it. What would you what would you tell them to do in that situation where they're feeling overwhelmed? Yeah. But they want to try so much at the same time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do. And that's a great question, by the way. That's a really good question. Um, there isn't there isn't a one one piece of advice fits all. Yeah. Um, one of the things, one of my favorite quotes, favorite, favorite quotes is, you know, know thyself and to thyself be true. And the reason I bring that up is what I would say to someone is like, know yourself, right? Because there are people who, you know, at 25, like they are meant to be entrepreneurs, right? Like that's what they want to do. That's who they're meant to be. You don't want to be telling that person, go get a corporate job, like, you know, build your tool set and then become an entrepreneur. Um, and at the same time, on the flip side, not everyone's designed to be an entrepreneur. Like some people, it is their their route is better off, like going into, you know, getting the stable job. Um, and so for me, what I always tell people is like, I think deep down, like, you have a sense of who you are, right? So you know, like, I just always tell people, know thyself. Like, what what does your gut tell you? What is it that you really want to do, right? And then to thyself, be true. Um, so that's where I, my first, I would just say, like, really just be honest with yourself. Like, what is yeah. it that you want to do? And do you have the ability to do that, right? So, like, if someone came to me in their mid-20s and they're like, hey, I don't want, you know, or came straight out of school and said, hey, I don't want to, I don't want to go like work for, you know, company ABC. This is what I, I want to pursue, you know, my life. You know, I want to pursue art, mm -hmm. right? If that's what you want to pursue and that's where your heart calls you to, great. But like, okay, how are you, like, are you, I would also just say like, are you able to do that financially, right? Yeah. So just, but I do, I, I'm a big believer in just honoring, you know, you just, you have to know yourself and yeah. honor what it is. I think a lot of us go around like seeking permission. And I know in, at different points in my life, I was like that too, where it's like, you kind of know what you want to do and you just want someone yeah, you to tell you around, to do. Yeah, yeah. You ask all your friends. It's almost like you're just, you're seeking, you just, you know what you want to do. You yeah. know what you want to do. And 
You're just waiting for someone to tell you to do it. Yeah. And so I always say, like, don't ask for permission. If, if, if this is what your heart calls you to do and you think, you know, and maybe it means, you know, starting off and you're doing that and you're doing and you have a job on the side to support that. Mm-hmm. But just know, you know, know thyself and to thyself be true. Absolutely. So I don't know if that's. Uh... <laughs> I love that. No, that pulls some triggers. Because yeah. I, I asked that question personally as well in my case, yeah. you know. And I, I just want to say, Susan, like, I you have no idea how excited I am to have oh, you on board. Oh, likewise, it's, guys. It is so much of a blessing and so much yeah. of a, a big opportunity for the both of us. And to work with someone such as yourself mm. who's done so much and, and is, as well just provide so much knowledge, right? Like, yeah. Th- there, there's so much... Like, I, I hope people feel it when they watch or listen to this because I there's so much so depth to you, Yeah, you know? And even Gagan said it too. She's like, wow. She's like, Susan is like, she's so poetic. Like, oh. You know, like, I won't be surprised after <laughs> this podcast I, if you start writing a book, I right? I liked her. I'm going to like her even. And I want to just, and Kenny too, I want to take a moment to acknowledge you and Ahmed. Like, you guys, and I, I said, like, you know, I discovered you through Sean. I've been, what, what you guys are doing, like, you're fresh, you're different, you're bringing a different perspective. Um, You just, yeah, like, you guys, you're not the... You know, there's there's probably at least 12 different people I know in the city of Edmonton alone who are doing podcasts. Yeah. And yet, like, I'll watch one here and there. You guys are one of the few that I consistently watch. And it's like, I and I don't just say this, like, I am just as excited and I'm just as honored to be joining this because I love what you guys are doing. Absolutely. So I just want to take that moment to acknowledge you guys as well, oh, because awesome. you guys, you've got something special here. Yeah. And I, I'm... I'm so happy to be coming on board. That's awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Susan. You're welcome. I can't wait for everyone listening to this. I want you all to know that from this point forward, you are going to be seeing a whole lot more of Susan <laughs> and to see the Woman Empowerment series, yeah. if that's what we want to call it in the meantime. Well, yeah. And I'm just super excited to see more of you and to have you collaborate with us and officially be part of the team. So thank you so much. Welcome, Susan. Thank you.